This program is a paid commercial announcement produced and paid for by Jacob Media Partners. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings at Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Kraus. And it sure is nice to be back on a Saturday morning. Welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. As I listened to our broadcast remotely a week ago, uh, and I listened to the... Uh, to the lead-in, letting uh, letting the audience know that we were uh, off for the week and we were rebroadcasting one of our previous shows. I was filled with anticipation to get back to the grind uh, and bring our listening audience another show. And uh, and uh, we didn't get a chance to say it last week, but uh, the June numbers are out uh, uh, for the ratings for the radio show. We continue to do incredibly well uh, in the ratings uh, at the radio station. The Thrive Army continues to grow. Uh, And I will say, David, to you uh, that this show, Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is becoming a staple in Philadelphia radio. And I say that based on the consistency of the numbers over a long period of time. And I think that's an incredible tribute to Thrive Financial, to you, to Karen, to Brett, and more importantly, to what you do when listeners and people come to the workshops. Joe, that's awesome to hear. And, uh, you know, we love that. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we don't do this for any celebrity reason or you know any type of uh, I, I don't know I don't even know what you want to call it the, you know, the celebrity purpose of it um, we just feel we're on a mission to get a message out to people and it's so needed today that's the whole thing um, this past two months uh, have actually it's been record and I mean 
blow away the old record of attendance at our workshop. And the great part about it is that the the airwaves, you know, this radio show being on twelve ten AM um, has really created a big reason that people are coming out to these workshops. You know, because we, we check people in at the workshop because we're just curious. You know, we want to know Absolutely. where people are finding us from. And, uh, and now we're starting to see a big percentage of the people coming from radio. Or people said, I, a friend of mine heard you on the radio and told me that you had this workshop. And I wanted to, it really resonated with me and I really wanted to get out to it. So I think that's just absolutely awesome. And the fact that we're seeing record people come to the workshop, that is converting over to record number of people taking us up on that complimentary consultation, you know, the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. And why I think the three of us are so excited, so enthusiastic, so passionate is we see what, and I, it, this may sound bad, but we see what a poor job people in general are doing to make sure that their retirement is absolutely secure. So we're, we're, we're witnessing a lot of people that come in who are self-managed and they're looking for confirmation that what they've done thus far is working. And, you know, sometimes we can give that and, and, and I'm going to just put a disclaimer on that in a second. And sometimes we just can't, right? As fiduciaries, we gotta be, We can't be political, diplomatic. We just have to be blunt honest, mm-hmm. right? As fiduciaries, we have that obligation to do that. Um, you know, I wish more of our competition, uh, I wish more of the people at our competition on these radio stations were fiduciaries because in the past two months, the amount of people that we see that have visited with other financial, quote, planning firms, um, and the work that these other companies have done shoehorning people into very, very limited uh, beneficial-type situations that could potentially put them at harm in the future, we now feel more obligated than ever to right those wrongs. So um, for, for me and for Brett and for Karen... You know, we kind of feel like we're the gatekeepers right now on the security of people's financial plans. And um, even for people who are doing a really good job on the investment side of things, what we see is that they're forgetting to look at the other pieces of the financial plan. Taxes, Social Security, Medicare, long-term care, uh, all these things that potentially can be very disruptive. So, you know, not that we're recommitted. Um, but I can tell you that we're probably, you know, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, we're probably at a level 15 right now in our attentiveness to make sure people listening to us, people visiting with us are getting the best work possible. Well, you guys know that I consume this radio show as a listener, not as I'm not an employee of Thrive. I consume it as a listener. One thing that I consumed listening to the replay of the broadcast uh, last week was the conversation that came up about soliciting a second opinion and your endorsement for that. And to me, consuming the show 
it kind of hammered home what you believe. I mean, you believe in the value of a second opinion for the listener. If even if the, even if that second opinion is after they've met with you, you want that. That's incredible. Yeah, we're absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. We're so so confident in that what we do is right 100% of the time because we take that time to get ourselves knowledgeable. We only execute those types of recommendations when they make sense and that they're genuinely in the best interest of the client. And we also do it on the flip side. I'll give you a perfect example. I saw uh, Brett's office is next to my office uh, at our corporate office and uh, Brett sat with a woman that came in from the workshop and that woman, you know, she had some questions she had no money, right? But because of the way things were set up, she's going to make it because we validated that for her through that second opinion. And she said for the first time, as someone who is not in the radar of most financial advisors, that we were the first firm that took the time and energy to visit with her, give her comfort. She actually walked out and gave Brett a hug <laughs> and gave, we have a new associate advisor named Jeff, first day on the job, he got a hug. And that's, that's very rewarding for us. You know, that, that is, I, I will tell you, that's what makes us tick. Yeah. Well done. Great example. Well said. Uh, before we get into our first commercial break and then return with the contents of the show, Brett, you're covering what today? We're going to talk about what happens psychologically. We always talk about finances, but the psychological side of what happens when the first one of us passes away and the importance of having an outlet and a network of people. All right. We'll do that with you in the final segment of the show yes, today. We're changing it up a little bit. David will come back after the uh, commercial break. Karen, what's on your uh, agenda for a uh, topic of conversation today? Oddly enough, the psychological readiness of retiring are you ready to retire? Questions you should ask yourself beforehand. So. Very, very important. Absolutely. Because yes. the answer you give yourself today may not be the right answer. And you have to be willing to accept right. it as not being uh, the right answer. Stay with us for the full hour here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Throughout the hour, as I normally do, I'll give you an update on the upcoming workshops. I'll also direct you to thrivefinancialservices.com. For more, for any, and for all information. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We're going to uh, change the lineup up a little bit today, where normally, David, we bring you in to close uh, out the uh, close out the show. I'm going to bring you in coming out of our opening break here on a Saturday morning uh, and get into your conversation. Yeah, so Joe, we want to um, spend a little bit of time here on taxes. Taxes is a, is a big element of making sure that your retirement plan is secure because it's a thing people just kind of forget about. Um, you know, Brett's terminology that we use a lot of times is the different ticking tax bombs that exist within uh, the retirement planning side of the business. So we've spent a lot of time getting ourselves educated up, working with some tax attorneys, working with CPAs, uh, working with the experts in the industry. I also just want to take a moment and mention that we are in the process right now because we think it's such an amazing topic. Um, and it affects people both on the way to retirement and then during retirement. So there's a couple of stages where tax planning can be done to create a really efficient process. 
So we actually have a tax expert speaker that we're going to be lining up a venue. It's going to be a local venue. We're not sure. It'll be one of the hotels in the Delaware Valley, maybe somewhere in Plymouth Meeting or King of Prussia. And uh, we're looking to make this open to the public. Uh, it's really focused, again, for folks that are probably in that, you know, maybe eight to 10 years out from retirement and currently in retirement. And what we're going to be going through, we, we're bringing in a gentleman. His name is Marty Ruby. He is, you know, I mean, I won't say world renowned, but certainly U.S. renowned as a tax expert. And uh, we're going to give about two, two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah. And it's going to be purely educational, no selling. Uh, just like all of our other workshops are, our goal really is to have people walk out of there with a clear understanding, real action items of what they can do on the lead up to retirement and then how to be much more tax efficient during retirement. So I would really encourage our listening audiences to keep an eye and an ear open um, to that announcement. We'll probably have a ton of commercials on it. We're going to certainly put out some public information about it. And I think it's going to be spectacular. I think we should have somewhere between 200 and 300 people show up to it. Again, big venue. Um, We're not serving dinner or anything like that that people always know. If that's the case, there's going to be some types of sales hook. We just want to get this information out there. So I would say definitely keep an eye out on that. So, you know, in that vein of tax savings, um, we want to talk about a couple of things, right? Some of these ticking tax bombs. So one of the, one of the things to consider, and, and I would say this could be a great homework assignment for our listening audience, is to pull out their 1040, right, their tax return from last year. And depending on whether you did a 1040EZ or you did a full 1040, um, you're going to look for the line item where you reported your taxable interest, right? So it's either 2B or 8B on the front page of the 1040. And if you've got any dollar amount in there that's, you know, I'd say if it's a couple hundred bucks, not that big of a deal, but anywhere of $1,000 or higher, what I want people to understand that are listening to us is any money that shows up on that line item is going to be subjected to additional federal, state, and local income tax. Okay? So that's number one. So mm-hmm. we've got to know that when we report that taxable interest, we're going to pay additional taxes. Mm-hmm. Because it's income. All right? Number two is if it's significant enough, and we see it quite often when we review 1040s, it could actually impact your Social Security taxation. Because we have different levels that once our income goes over a certain threshold, more of our Social Security benefit gets taxed. And that's something that no one thinks is fair, right? I mean, we, we made that. It was a tax. You know, we paid the tax in for it. And now we're going to be taxed on that money all again. So again, this, what I'm sharing right now, is one way to make sure that you don't end up paying more than you should. It, if that number is even, you know, is also significant enough it can actually impact your Medicare Part B premiums. Because Medicare has a surcharge system that if you're over a certain amount of income, the government feels you should pay more for your Medicare Part B premium. So on top of your normal uh, fee. So one of the strategies that we talk about at our workshops and something that we actually do for our clients 
is figure out a way, and this is a concept called capital storage. Now, that's not really an official title to any financial strategy, but it's something that we use to get people to understand it. So capital storage is where do you have that money that's actually causing that interest to be reported? And is there a way that you could move the money from where it's currently invested? You might be able to use the same type of an investment, but where that investment is actually housed. Can it be tax-deferred? Can it be tax-sheltered? Or can it even be tax-eliminated? And when we bring these topics up at our workshop, you really want to see people's eyebrows go up. Because again, this is not a typical topic that an average financial advisor is going to talk about. So these are things that are CPA approved. These are things that are tax attorney approved. And most importantly, they are IRS approved. So these are not some off the cuff, out of the back door type scenario. These are standard practices, right? One of the things that I ask audiences is, do you understand... And how do you feel about it that very wealthy people, big corporations, and Wall Street typically pay less in taxes than most people in Main Street? Do you agree with that, Joe? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, right? I mean, most people know from a percentage perspective that all of those categories that I just mentioned outside of middle mass, you know, kind of mass affluent middle America, they don't think that's a fair situation. So what we've been trying to educate people is what the big banks, what Wall Street, what wealthy people, what corporations understand about the tax code and can afford to get the proper advice, we're now bringing that to Main Street. We want to show people that there are ways to defer, shelter, possibly even eliminate those taxes by using some type of a vehicle, some type of capital storage vehicle that will allow them to do that. If you're not telling me this, if you're not telling our listening audience what you just stated, we don't know. That's exactly right. Yeah. And again, if we did, we'd be doing it. And because we see so many people on a monthly basis, hundreds of people come in for that Thrive complimentary consultation where we review all this. One of the things that we dive very deep into is the tax returns. And we see those line items filled up with this stuff. And we bring up the concepts and say, have you ever heard of this before? I said, never heard of this before. How come my accountant hasn't brought this up? Well, you know, no disrespect to any accountant or CPA out there. But they're focused on debits and credits, right? Right. Not necessarily strategy, but running the numbers to figure out what you owe or what you get refunded back. Yeah, I'm not even sure they're supposed to pay attention to the strategy. Well, the challenge is... They might be. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. It's just that they need to... They've got a business, and their business is somewhat linear most times because that's what they're focused on. That's what most people want. Mm -hmm. But when you start to enter the realm where... It's starting to have a negative impact, and there are solutions to that. You got to find the right. You got to number one find out it exists, and then number two, you got to find out the right people to be able to get the job done. 
Again, Kraus, you know, when we do our workshops, and again, talking about here on the show, it's, it's a lot of times going against the grain of conventional wisdom. Again, David talked about so many times, so many things that we see during the workshops. We talk about the ticking tax bomb at the age of 70 and a half. And again, it's just understanding that there's other ways to get the same thing across. So we see a lot of clients that come in, they have a, a large long-term capital gain position in a particular stock. Their current advisor just, ah, just keep it. And whatever the market goes up or down, you don't want to pay the taxes. Or maybe maybe a small business owner, an accountant, a dentist, a doctor, oh, you're making a little bit too much money. You can't take advantage of those new tax laws or you can get an automatic, automatic 20% write-off on all your deductions. Here's a big one. We see advisors all the time. People have gigantic 401ks, especially here in the Delaware Valley, big Fortune 500 companies like a Mark, a Johnson & Johnson, a DuPont, et cetera, where advisors are saying, hey, let's take your whole 401k and roll it into an IRA. Or is this thing called net unrealized accumulation related to in a 401k, where if you have company stock, that may be the worst thing in the world that you can do. But conventional wisdom day in and day out is telling people to do things that doesn't always make sense. Well, it sure doesn't. What a... What a Great point to hammer home, David. Well, it's, it's what you don't know that can actually harm you when yes. it comes to your finances. That's the big issue. And we're bringing that to light to the average investor out there today, right? The information that I'm, you know, both Brett and I are just kind of spewing out a little bit of um, has been kind of held in court of the wealthy people out there, right? It's kind of that big money concept that we've just decided to bring again back down the main street. Um, most financial advisors, again, are not focused on this. They just want to bring assets under management. They want you to invest with them so they can charge you a fee for that. And it, you know, the other real quick comment is with that, it's so bland, it's ridiculous. I mean, if we look at one statement, we've probably seen a thousand statements. It's always the same investments. It's always the same company. It's always the same stuff. But what Brett talked about with the 401k, you get an advisor who tells you that you should be selling out of that company stock, you lose so many benefits of tax advantage that could have been reserved or preserved, but that advisor had no clue what the heck they were talking about. So I just really caution people to be careful about what they're doing. I understand loyalty. I understand long-term relationships and all that. But when it comes time to navigating retirement successfully, you should come out to one of our workshops you should give us a call at 800-516-5861 or visit our website at thrivefinancialservices.com. You will start to see the value of getting a second opinion. As we go to the break, a great example of what the tax expert speaker will provide in terms of a very um, impactful uh, day whenever that day is ultimately scheduled. Stay with us and stay to talk, stay on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT for more details about that. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening every Saturday morning. We are thrilled to be here and start your weekend if you're... Uh, out the door this morning and you're listening on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. You'll find us every Saturday morning right here on the dial. You can also go to thrivefinancialservices.com uh, to find 
anything and everything about what we talk about, including uh, the podcast of every broadcast, which gets an incredible amount of traction in terms of those that go to the website and actually listen uh, to the shows. Let me bring Karen Bazaar into the uh, conversation following uh, David's segment. Karen, hello. How are you? I'm great this morning. <laughs> I'm caffeinated up. I'm ready to go. All right. So. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you keep me on track. I yeah. won't keep now you, you know we're track. not doing this for the celebrity status. Yes. Who's up at 6 a.m., Krause? That's, Don't forget that. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> uh, we're talking what today? I'm going to talk about the, uh, are you psychologically ready to retire? That's psychological. Yes. That's so, that's, a, that's an interesting lead into the conversation. But real quick, when you said that we can download the podcast, I want to say that I love, we love what we do, and we have such a great team of people that work with us that we actually have clients that like to down. There are clients, but they like to download, you know, I guess they don't get enough of us. So they, <laughs> so they want to listen to the podcast. And a couple times people have had a hard time. They couldn't figure out how to download it. I'm definitely technologically challenged. So they come in the office and someone from our team will sit down with them and l- to sit there and download and help them do that. So mm-hmm. when I say we're, we're full service, we are like full service. So I uh, love we, it. And it we, doesn't matter what age they are. I'm only 42. So they have to do that for me too, Krause. Yeah, yeah, I, get it. yeah no, I get it. But that, yeah. that, no, my, staff, my staff calls that job security when I don't know. That's <laughs> all good. It, it's, it's sad. But yeah, that's why we have kids right now. That's right. So yeah. Your kids are younger than ours. So they I think are. we're good for like the next 20 years. Then after that, I we got to start paying people yeah. a lot of money to help us yeah. out. So, but um, yep. Yeah, so one th- another thing what I, what I love about what we do is sometimes people come to a seminar or workshop, they come in, and I talk to them, and they are just, I hate my job. I am, like, I, I, I'm sticking it out for another two years or three years. And things, there's reasons they do it. One is they don't think they have enough money to retire. One of the f- things I love so much to do is after our first meeting, they come back for their second complimentary consultation. Guess what we tell people sometimes? Why are you still working? If you want to retire, you guys are good. And guess what? We have the facts to back it up. We're not just saying, oh, you know, if you get this percent growth on your money, then you should be good for the next 20 years. Yeah, that is very, very important right. to drive home. It's the conversation, mm-hmm. the facts and the details right. are there to back it right. up. It's and, incredible. And if you become our client, we're here for you for the long haul. So anytime you have any questions, you come on in, you give us a call, whatever the case may be. But it's, it changes year after year. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not the same. But we factor everything into our plans. We, we include that there's going to be inflation. We include that there's going to be market corrections. And we figure out ways to prevent it affecting you so much that you can't live your, your life out and enjoy retirement. But it's, it's definitely a pleasure because there's definitely some people that you say that, ugh, they, they've had it. Like, you know, when you're 60 and things change and then, yeah, and also people, you know, on the chopping block, people can see the writing on the wall that they're going to lose their jobs. So uh, it's a pleasure to me. I know it's a pleasure to David and Brad as well to be able to help people through that. And um, yeah, it's re- well done, Karen. And, and, and it's well said. And the inevitable reality of something happening tomorrow that we didn't expect was going to occur. Right. Will right. happen. Right. 
So we just kind of, we're, we're all about the what ifs. And uh, Brett's very analytical. And I just had something in my head that I was going to say about, oh, another area where people say, sometimes I've had a husband or wife say, I have to work for the next two years because I need the medical benefits because my wife's younger than me, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? We can figure that all out. There's ways to, you know, go on the healthcare exchange. And Brett's really good with that. You know, not showing your income, but you still have cash flow. You can still survive. So those are things that we always think outside the box. So not that it has anything to do with my topic, but I just am very, we're very passionate about what we do. So anybody out there listening, come to a seminar, please give our office a call. It's really complimentary and you're not going to get any pressure from us. So just check out our website, thrivefinancialservices.com. You will leave educated. Yes. You will know more after than you did before. I can, in a world where there aren't very many guarantees, I can guarantee that you as a listener, just like me, will learn so much more by being in your presence. I, I, I think it's amazing. Yes, for sure. So please just give us a call or come on in, come to seminar. We're here for you. Um, so here's the four. It's an article I was reading. Um, are you psychologically ready to retire? Four critical questions you need to ask yourself before making this decision. Um, the four questions are, do you enjoy your job? Does it provide a sense of meaning and purpose in your life? Is your job stressful? Is it retirement you seek or a change in careers? Um, Number three, does your job provide critical social needs in your life? And number four, are you prepared psychologically to retire? So along with what we do, helping people financially plan for retirement, these are questions that you need to ask yourself before you actually think about retiring. And one of the things we get to do is when people come in uh, who are retired, I actually get to ask them, I ask them, are you enjoying retirement? What are you doing with all of your time? And um, there's so many different, I've actually had people say I'm retired and I'm bored. So they said, you know, I retired before all my friends are all still working and now I don't have anybody to play with. That's Mm -hmm. what one person Mm -hmm. said to me. Um, So, you know, think about things before you retire. Um, So the question number one is, um, do you enjoy your job? Does it provide a sense of meaning and purpose in your life? If you enjoy what you do, it doesn't mean you have to retire fully. You can always work part-time. That's what some people do. I've had people in the medical profession, people in the accounting profession. um, They just do it two days a week or three days a week. or start full-time, go part-time, and then at some point you said, you know what, enough is enough. Because you enjoy, some people enjoy spending time with their grandchildren. If there's a married couple, sometimes they actually enjoy being with each other. <laughs> I've actually had some, when I, I love it when I'm, people come in and the husband's like, um, I'm, I'm ready to retire soon. The wife, the wife's like, no, you're not. No, 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 you're not. You're, you need to work for a couple more years. Because she's like, I don't want them under my feet. Um, is your job stressful? Is it retirement you seek or career change? I, uh, I love it. We have one gentleman who was a car salesman who ended up being a um, teacher uh, at a university. Because that's always something he wanted to do, but he had to get a job to help support his family. So mm-hmm. guess what? You can change careers, and there's people out there willing to pay you for your ex- life experience. Yeah, which is priceless. The experience which- that you have when you reach that point 
absolutely right. priceless. For sure. And does your job provide critical social needs in your life? If you're not part of a couple and you don't have a big family unit around you and close friends that aren't in your job, it's just something to think about before you start start hobbies or start doing something. Just take think about what you want retirement to look like. You, if you say, oh, I want to golf, I want to play tennis, do you do those things now? If you don't do them now, why are you going to start doing them in retirement? So it's just things to think about. And um, that's actually what four is. It says, do you have a retirement plan? Do you have hobbies or interests that will fill your time? Have you realistically considered what your life will be like as a retired person? So I'm looking forward to retirement. But I know personality-wise, if I have nothing to do, and I know David's like that, it will drive I'll drive him crazy and he will drive me crazy. So if if there's no plan, kind of start thinking about a plan. I know, Brett, I can't imagine you sitting around the house doing nothing. Just tune into the next segment. Yeah, his family's away for a couple of days. So, yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, and then if you have any questions about future, we're here for you, too, for financial planning. All as right. far as retirement well done. Goes. Good stuff. Thank from you. Karen Bazaar. Nice job, Karen. Thank you, sir. And thank you very much. Uh, we'll take a commercial break here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We thank you again for tuning in and listening on this Saturday morning when we come back. Brett is here. Back in a moment. And don't forget to go to thrivefinancialservices.com. As Karen mentioned uh, in the last segment, if you miss any uh, of the broadcast today or any of our previous shows, they're on thrivefinancialservices.com. And they're uh, itemized by topic, and you can listen to them, and you can continue uh, to keep yourself educated right thanks Krause. yes sir so i'm going to change pace a little bit because i just went through a little bit of a reality check david care or pardon me karen just said it uh, a moment ago just talking about me having a couple days to myself so i get a lot of people that will call me the numbers guy or like a rational sounding board where um, even my wife will tell me sometimes i'm not emotional enough but i felt it this past weekend the past couple of weeks was leading up to my my daughter and my mother dropped them off at the airport a little over a week ago they're up in alaska so my wife felt compelled. The boys aren't going to get to do anything. So she took the two boys down to, to Houston, Texas. And here I am, got a gorgeous house, great backyard. And I had four days of freedom. Nobody there. So on the surface, it sounded phenomenal. And then all of a sudden, I woke up and it was 7 a.m. Saturday morning. And I'm like, it's quiet. Yeah. There's nothing to pick up after. Like, the kids aren't fighting. And I know what to do with myself. And it became a new normal for me. And I think I sent a text. It wasn't, it wasn't long after that to my wife. I was like, I thought this was actually going to be a decent time away where I don't like it at all. And, and the reason I share that with you, because I'm going to talk about it on, on a couple of different contexts here, is I'm going to talk about some actuarial numbers. Ready for this? I'm going to start. I'm going to start going deep. Here's my rationale. Start. Here's start the to come back in again. Here's the analytical go. side. Crowd. Here so we let go. Me, let me get the pen out. Wait a minute. <laughs> there you go. go. All right. So we're going back to 2000. Uh, most recent Census Bureau information estimates that 19 and a half million unmarried U.S. residents are of the age 65 and older. Experts estimate that around 23% of the older population nationwide will age alone, and that percentage can be higher as much as 50% in, May in a lot of cities. And these aging adults are often referred to as, I'm going to talk about it here this evening, uh, pardon me, this morning, I'm talking about elder orphans or solo seniors. And, and Karen said it. 
we meet a lot of people. They think about, hey, I'm ready for retirement. And especially we, we talk about people that are started off single and they're going to remain single. And I just talked about it from my standpoint where I'm used to a group of people and now all of a sudden I'm alone and it's like, whoa, what happens? And we talk about the social aspect of going to work or having lunch. And then um, you start talking about the impact. We do a lot of life insurance here for a lot of our clients as well. Ready for this, Krause? A lot of life insurance companies will give you a better rate if you have companions, somebody you are living with, then you are single. I'm talking about 10 to 15% cheaper. I'm going to read some other statistics for you. Here's one for you. As it turns out, here's another study. Um, as it turns out, the opposite may be true. Researchers at University of Chicago found that loneliness in older people may increase to a chance of death by 14%. Psychologists say that loneliness may have twice the impact on early death as obesity and is damaging and is as damaging as disadvantaged socioeconomic status. Over the past couple months, uh, the, the three of us were just talking about it. We've probably had about a half dozen clients that have passed away. Every single time, it's been the male. Actuarially, it's always the male. Typically, you get about six, uh, four to six-year window that the female always outlives the male, that being A. And then, and then when you have it younger, God knows how long that age gap can be. You could mm-hmm. have, I mean, here's a stat for you. 65-year-old couple, 50% chance that one of them, not sure which one of you, is going to make it to the age of 95. So when we're talking about people passing away in their 60s and 70s, you could be talking about a 10, 15, 20-year gap that you could have that you're talking about being lonely. And we see people struggle from it every day long. Karen talked about when people are retiring. They haven't thought about, they haven't put that plan together of what's becoming next, especially if you are already single. The more, the more psychological thing is having a plan for when the first, there's only two certainties in, the, in life, death and taxes. We do a pretty darn good job week over week talking about the, the tax conversation. Um, excited to have, throw that tax summit that we're having on September 25th yeah, out there as well. It's exciting, but it's really talking about it when it hits the heart. Now that we've been doing this now, we hit month 50 of now doing six, seven, eight workshops a month that now, unfortunately, we're starting to see a lot of those relationships that life happens where people are dying and you, and you, and it, and you feel for them and you start talking about making a, a, a rational conversation with a lot of these things. And I hear about it. Uh, what's going to happen when your wife goes, well, I don't know. I don't want her next husband to get the money. So I don't care what happens with it. You, you hear it all, Krause. Well, what happens if I get sick? Oh, I don't care. I'm not going to. These are all real things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I end my segment when I, at every workshop where I always ask a question. And I said, if the two of you have become accustomed to a quality of life that you both enjoy, is it a fair question to say that when the first one of you passes away is that you would like for that quality of life to continue? And it not, only, it not only does that mean something from our financial decisions, but we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves from a rational standpoint as well. So I'm going to start giving some tips to people of things to think about. Um, maintaining a schedule. That's such a big deal. I, we get a lot of people in here who say, I don't know how I used to get things done while I was working. I feel like I'm more busy now being retired than when I was working. Um, a special note for people who become single after 65 is what I was speaking about. Normally, you get one or the other. You rarely get two hands in a checkbook. And so many times, it's typically the male figure, not the female figure, who has their hands in the checkbook. And I, we just saw two people in the past three weeks, both widowed over the last 30 and 60 days, and we're all about stop. We need to make rational decisions, not emotional decisions. I don't care who you are. 
you have a stone face in front of me right now. There's no way you're over your spouse that you've been with over the last 30 or 40 years. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. That's why we always tell people about a second opinion. We tell people, go get a second opinion from what we shared on you. Not only do we want to do a second opinion from what other people are, but we're so passionate about what we do because we know no one out there is doing what we're doing in no. terms of putting those puzzle pieces together. We're not afraid of that. That's why we always talk about having a second opinion of being um, of having some kind of uh, a rational sounding board. Here's a big one. David and Karen love this one. Consider adopting a pet. <laughs> okay? Consider adopting a pet. Why? Companionship. And that's what I'm speaking about here. Staying social. Those things I just shared with you. Being lonely versus being obese. You're talking about somebody who weighed twice the amount I weigh right now five years ago. I knew the impact on it back then, but I felt it straight in my face this past week where I was lonely. And I'm like, man, the psychological impact of me having no... Now, I did get a nap or two, so that was good, uninterrupted nap. But I don't know if I could be doing that 365 days a year. I could, but... Yeah, there you go. That's a whole other story. Until you get there. (laughs) Until you get there. Not to digress, my wife went away for the week with the girls... I cleaned the entire house. <laughs> I did too, Krause. Top the bottom. I did say that to Brad. I said the one good thing, because he's got young kids, is, yeah. <laughs> is you can come home and everything's pretty much in the same place that you put it. Like, he can come home now and put his work on the table mm-hmm. and everything, and no one's going to mess with mm-hmm. it. But it get, does get lonely, yeah. and it gets old after I mean, I was on the floor, took the board away <laughs> from the, the where the sink is, and scrubbed underneath that area. So that might be a well, little extreme. Well, you weren't the, the dog with you. That's a Dogs weren't, dog dog, was, I didn't have the dogs either. Oh, you're really alone. Yeah. Here, so here's some things to think about. <laughs> Again, if that may be me, whether I'm already single or maybe I became single, thinking about living abroad, living in a community that's walkable. Do you get out? My parents are up here in Chester County talking about moving down south. And my parents, because my dad's feeling the same thing I was, because my mom's with my daughter up in Alaska. He's like, man, it stinks being alone. And he's a 72-year-old, and I'm just like, he's coming over to my house for dinner until they get back because I'm like, yeah, I hear it. Let's, like, mourn together about it, like, in our own pants. <laughs> so at least we're having some kind of conversation. But he talked about, hey, your mother and I moved down south. We don't have a lot of friends down there. We need to be moving to a community that we get the heck out. Otherwise, we're going to be sitting here staring at each other. So talking about moving into a walkable community. This is a big one. you got to remember the show Golden Girls. It's becoming very popular today, talking about finding roommates. Single people finding roommates. Why? You have somebody, number one, from a financial standpoint, it could help. Not even going to go there. But I'm talking about from the psychological side of things. Mm -hmm. Again, you have to be healthy to be wealthy. Here's another one from a cardiologist. According to American College of Cardiologists, single adults, ready for this, one variable, single versus married. Single adults are 5% more likely to develop heart disease than simply a married one. One variable, married versus Single. That's a big deal. Um, Villages. We met people that are now moving into co-ops for the same exact purpose, that they have some kind of community, that they feel good. Here's here's other ones. Figure out ways that are going to occupy your time. Volunteer. Can you give back at the school? Can you go down to the hospital? Do you go down to the local church? Is it um, you're going to do English as a second language? Maybe you have a skill that you know foreign language, or maybe you can do English as a second language. For me... I can tell you it's a lot better to give than it is to receive. Mm-hmm. So trying sometimes to find that purpose in retirement too, to get yourself out of that house. Why it's so hard to avoid loneliness in retirement. Again, finding purpose in life. Reinvent yourself. Just because you're retired. Again, Karen said it. We talked about it over the past couple months. 
kind of stepping into retirement. Maybe I went from Monday to Friday. Maybe I'm going to step back. And we talked about because of the, the, the population that a lot of these companies can't afford for all these smart people, but they just can't afford to pay them anymore. They're going back. I'm working three days a week. Sometimes that's great. Go have off Monday through, or pardon me, Friday through Monday and go work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There's nothing wrong with that schedule. Turning the tides that are out there. And that's why I said reinvent yourself. One way to avoid loneliness is to share your gifts with other people. And that's what I was talking about. Give back and volunteer in this area. If you donate and give time, a lot of times uh, public school, your public school libraries going back and like putting the, the uh, books back on the shelves, a lot of times you can get a tax credit towards your school tax bill. You can accomplish two things at one time. You can go get some, some communication, com- conversation out there with people um, in the community. But at the same time, you can actually get a break from a tax standpoint you know, it's really, as well. It's really amazing as I listen to you talk through this segment and even, Karen, with, you, with going back into your segment. It's amazing how these things under life mm-hmm. – well, alter. We didn't talk about any numbers with Brett. Right. Not Every, one. Everything he said impacts all the numbers. Less than a minute. I'm sorry, I jumped in there. With and that. Krause, that's it. I mean, we talked about David kicked things off with taxes today, and again, the tax sum of where we're going, and then Karen, and then myself hitting the, really the psychological side of things of retirement, ready or not. Get yourself. Re- I'm not talking about financially. It's so many times we can tell people you're great financially, but for a young lady who has nothing and can walk out hugging Jeff and I. For a conversation that she's never had before of nothing that we could help them with, but make them feel good. That's what it's all about. Again, thrivefinancialservices.com. Come out to one of our workshops. You can always call us 1-800-516-5861. But that's what that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is all about. And on that note, I thank all of our listeners for tuning in this morning and continuing uh, to tune in every week. The Thrive Army uh, continues to grow. That's going to do it this week on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On behalf of Karen Bazaar, on behalf of Brett Elam, and on behalf of David Bazaar, I'm Joe Kraus. See you next week, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.